Welcome to the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, hosted by veterinarians Dr. Lewis Kirkham and Dr. Robbie Anderton, who'll give you the inside scoop on the secret lives of your pets and have a lighthearted look at the latest animal news, health tips, and other random facts. All names of people and pets have been changed for confidentiality, so if the story sounds familiar, don't flatter yourself. Every owner is just as animal crazy as you are. So sit down, place your furry, feathered, or scaly best friend on your lap, and it's over to Lewis and Robbie. Hello and welcome, listeners, to episode 48 of the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, where too much talking of pets is barely enough. I'm Dr. Robbie Andert, and I'm joined by a man who, when just a boy, had a dream. And he worked hard at his dream. He strived. He sacrificed. He gave it his all. Long hours of training, opportunities taken, adversity faced, and then the sniff of success. And then he found out his ankles weren't going to be strong enough to let him make it as Vegas show dancer. So instead he became a vet and he's here with us today. It's Dr. Lewis Kirkham. Lewis, how are you going? Good, mate. Good, Robbie. The best high kick in the business. Absolutely, mate. Yeah, they, they said you could get it up your ear and your ears without even trying, without <laughs> even a warm-up. Well, I could, mate. Could those hamstrings. There, Unbelievable. Uh, they tightened up a little bit now, have they? Oh, look, they might. Can't even pick up a pen, but oh, do no, my shoelaces. Right. What's with your hamstrings? Yeah. You're yeah, when well, I drop pe- it. Oh, okay, right. The bend and snap, mate. Oh, the bend <laughs> Trying to work out what you're trying to snap around the pen while you're trying to bend over to pick it up there. If you're worrying about your hamstrings, <laughs> how you doing, mate? How's your week been? Uh, yeah, yeah, we've been. Uh, it's, it's been a pretty busy uh, start to the year for us. You know, things have been uh, fairly sort of flat out. How about yourself? Yeah, but real, real heavy. Yep. yep. Yeah, I was, sort of had some holidays, which is nice for the kids. But good. Yeah, where'd you get to? Oh, uh, just uh, went down to Phillip Island for a little bit for nice. a, for a weekend or so. Which did you get was the nice. board out? I did, yeah. yeah. Or not my, oh, a little bit of surfing with the girls, but just trying to teach them to stand up. They had a little lesson. And How'd that go? Did they? It was good. They had the lesson came out from Sydney. Uh, they taught us everything you taught us, Dad. I was like, well, yeah, you don't listen to me, though. <laughs> no, no, that's a very good point. <laughs> yeah. you, you just can't teach your kids, can you? No, you it's know? hard. It's the same thing at T ball. Like, you know, I, the, the uh, guy, Higo, who takes the coaching, um, he. Like I try and help, but I just I just can't talk to my kids. So I yeah. try and tell them something. Uh, la, 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 no, la, they don't la, know. Da, da, no, da, you da, don't know anything, Dad. Can't, can't listen. Don't know. Don't know. Well, okay, that's fine. Go and listen to Coach Ego then. Yeah. He said the same thing as you. Well, imagine that. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Yeah, funny, mate. Now, oh, actually, awesome this week. Yes. We, we got a penguin in at work. Oh, I saw the picture yeah. that, you, that you sent me through. So yeah. what's the story there? So I was just found washed up on the beach at Port Melbourne. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, and brought in by uh, the public, and uh, we sort of had it. Well, I mean, we don't know what to do with a penguin. There's no. not really, not. I mean, you know, flippers or fins. Was it flippers or, or wings? We were talking the other day. Yeah, that's about as far as we go with penguins. Yeah, so. that's right. Yeah, and I, I said you yeah, that. No, I don't think they're either when they're not really moving because. Yeah, uh, yeah was oh, it? I was, was doing it, okay. Was doing, doing okay. Doing okay. Uh, Melbourne Zoo came and picked it up pretty oh, quick. Oh, did they? Smart. Fantastic. Yeah, took it off. So fingers crossed. We'll have some good news next episode as to how. How it's going? Did you guys uh, give it a name? Did you the nurse in there give it a name? Uh, no, any no. ideas? Oh, well, not not particular. I mean, yeah, there's always there you know, Happy Feet or Emperor or something like yeah. that. Fairy, yeah, fairy maybe little, could have named it after little, fairies. Well, they're not yeah. fairy anymore. They're little penguins. Oh, Do you know little that? penguins. No, they've I didn't had a, they've had a species change. Oh, really? Fantastic. I think so, allegedly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. If they wanted to have a species change, that's absolutely it, fine. It's there's, 2019. There's, there's isn't nothing it? at all wrong with that. Yeah. Um, the other penguins will will be fine with that. It's an inclusive world out there in the bay now. Well, that's right. If they don't want to be called a fairy anymore, they can be a little. That's fine. That's fine. Oh, do you think? think it was the boy penguins that got upset with being called fairies or did you think that there was the girls who decided that no we don't all have to be fairies why can't some of us be gnome penguins wizard penguins and they said this is getting out of hand let's just call you little penguins and they said all right well that's fine we can take that as a compromise well, I, th- I think the um, the larger penguins got a bit upset yeah and they're like well, we need to call ourselves little penguins yes because you know uh you know you're not large you're little you're little. You know, yeah. You're not fairy. So we want a better differentiation yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, that's right. If, if you've got a fairy, where are the wizard penguins? If, well, that's right. Or the gnome or the ogre penguins. If yes, you're going thank all you. the, the whole you know, gamut of the uh, orcs. Of myst- mystical, the, the, the orcs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the orc yeah. penguin. The orcs. <laughs> cross between an orc and a penguin being a pork. No? <laughs> yeah. Mate, that's how they make the little penguins. <laughs> <laughs> nice, mate. Nice. We got now, it sorted, haven't we? Spe- speaking of the bay, right? So I went for a run on Sunday morning. Like it's been pretty damn hot here in yeah, Melbourne lately, yep. and so got up early on t- and spent too much time watching TV on Saturday night. Didn't set my alarm. I was meeting my mate, my mate Hayden, down there for a run. So I've woken up like with ten minutes before I'm supposed to get there. I crap, get up, shoes on, pants on, get the clothes on. 
there it was, it was closed in pants otherwise uh, closed in <laughs> shoes otherwise it would have been hard getting the shoes on anyway no, no um, worries superman that's fine yeah yeah, yeah. no no phone yeah. box to change it because there's no phone boxes these days and they yeah. don't have pants then undies on superman that's right yeah. yeah 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 well i'd do that when i'm running because it's good it's, it's better for my glutes right yeah, you, you, you got your tight hamstrings yeah the tight the glutes. glutes yeah yeah the glutes. glutes and the calves right okay. hamstrings are fine now yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so i'm running down the beach and there's a there's an off-lead dog beach down yeah. down near where we run and so i'm running along and i'm, I'm looking down and i go and this, like, it's a Sunday morning. It's going to be a hot day. So everyone's down with their dogs, getting them running early, right? And so I'm down there having a look at this, this massive gray dog down there. I think, is, is that an Irish wolfhound or is it a great day? And I go, mm-hmm. no, it's a horse. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. So people taking their horses down there to swim. And here I am looking at it from a kilometer away going, far out. That is the biggest dog I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a freaking horse. Insane. That's great. And I was like, I was going to say to my mate, I said, what sort of dog do you reckon that is down there? And I'm glad I waited until we got a little bit closer and realised that it had a mane and hooves. Well, <laughs> thinking the bloody thing was it's not a dog. like you're a vet and can identify animals. No, or I know. Well, not from that distance. Yeah. No, you know, no. not from that distance. I, I, I'm much more. I'm a much more up close and personal kind of vet, Lewis. I don't like to make a diagnosis from a kilometre away. Was it? Was it? What, what gave it away? Was it the small person on the back in the silks with the whip and, and the hat on? Was that what gave it away? Well, there was a small person leading it into the water, and that's when I when I realised from a perspective point of view, going that that dog would be literally 500 kilograms. <laughs> was it a little person or a small person? It was a normal sized person. A normal sized person. Normal sized person, right. no little person, normal not dressed sized as a horse. fairy. No, no, no well, they right. might have been dressed as a fairy, but they were in the water by that stage. So, <laughs> so you know, oh, you couldn't see. I couldn't see. It couldn't that see stage. the pointy ears. No, no, I could see. I could see their their, their head. You know, they, well, actually, no, I could see their. They were wearing just a normal top, but I couldn't see. You know, waist down. They might have been fairy waist down, but right. normal upstairs. No wand. They, was a whip? Was there a whip or a wand? No, no whip or wand. Right. No, okay. no, no. Because I think the horse enjoyed it, so it didn't have to be goaded to get in there. Well, you know? yeah. And then, got, that's not, a hot button topic. Oh, yeah. We'll I touch know. on that a bit later, yeah, won't we'll, we? Just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll zap that topic later on. Yeah, definitely. Now, mate. Yes. I have a massive surprise for you. Really? Something came in the mail today. Oh, really? This has been untouched. Oh. I'm going to start recording this. Oh, hang on a I'm minute. I'm going to start recording this because yep. I think this is this is very important. Jeez, uh, I can see the, right yeah, from the I'm back of the envelope. Yeah, there yeah, we yeah. go. So, so, so we've got so so it's addressed to Dr. Lewis Kirkham. Which is good. Do, do we give your address out or uh, oh, the, 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 uh, probably not the home address? No, no that's no, right. PO the box address. is right. The PO or the PO yeah, box. You don't need to read there. that out, but just you know, uh, and and it's uh, got the ER on there, so it's yeah. come over from uh, you know. It's a, what does ER stand for? Elizabeth Royal? Or? I don't know, but but have a look at the stamp, mate. The, the, back, the stamp, Kensington Palace hey. and Buckingham Palace, right yeah, there. Stamp. So, so I, let's see what geez. we got here, mate. This is a letter from could be. This is more exciting for you than the unboxing of the, uh, the sound system we've been mucking around yeah, with for the last forty minutes. Yeah, that's really All set right, us back. Let's have a look. There's no, there's no glitter or anything like that. In no, here. no, no. So Robbie's see. opening up the the letter from the royal, some sort of Royals, royal person. Hear ye, hear ye. Oh wow. Yeah, um, here we go. So from Kensington Palace. Miss Claudia Spence, MVO, the office of the Royal Highness, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge, oh. uh, and the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. And who are they, mate? You're, you're right with the royals? Yeah, is, that, is, that, is one of them Harry and one of them, you know, the other dude? <laughs> Sounds good. Megan. No, yeah. Megan. Megan, Megan. The other dude. They're not married. Well, hang on. No, Harry so it's, a, it's the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge and of Sussex. So they just share, are they... Are they dual locking oh, their um their their staff? They're saving on postage. Oh, aren't there they? you go. Yeah, so, wow. dear Doctor Kirkham, the Duke and Duchess oh. of Sussex have asked me to thank you for your kind letter of the twenty seventh of November, following the happy news that their royal highnesses are expecting their first child. It was most thoughtful of you to write as you did and send a copy of your book. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex have asked me to send you their warmest thanks and best wishes. Oh. Yours sincerely, Claudia Spence, and it's really high. quality quality ink here too because it's smudged on the page underneath and there's i don't know i'm going to hold it up to the i'm getting the blue light hanging up see if there's any secret messaging on yeah, there talking to the mic mate oh, they, i'm just seeing if there's any any secret there there is there's a secret watermark here right this is like the da vinci code mate i'll let i'll, I'll let you have a little look at that yeah. as, a, as a secret little message wow just especially for you so there so you go there mate. you go listeners we we oh, well i you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. receive so robbie's opened a letter from only, the queen only just got to open it thanks yeah. mate that's pretty cool that's all right no worries she, she hasn't sent me a letter in response to the uh the the letter that i sent her saying 
who are you and why are you on my TV screens? So Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah, fun, yeah. Funny about that. Funny about that. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I didn't get a Dr. Anderton thank you for your letter, but, you know, <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't ask us to write to you, but they just asked us to tell you to not write back to them. I go, oh, that's fine. That's, right. well, that's good, mate. Good stuff. Yeah, so there you go. You've, you've opened a letter from, well, royalty, mate. Well, that's the second it's time. Straight, yeah, it is the second time. We've talked about yes, this before. Yeah, yeah, but that's still very little, special. Little thrill for you, mate. I know you love the royals. Big follower. Massive yeah, follower. That's yeah. the reason why I got them tattooed on my glutes. Right. Yeah, on yeah, the glutes. No, on the glutes, yeah. <laughs> that's why you're having problems. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> All righty, now we are going on to our sponsors. Big, yes. Big thank you to Zilkeen, a big supporter of the podcast. Yes. And I thought it'd be good, I got, we got a letter during the, uh, no, last, last, uh, last year actually. Oh, last year. Last year. Hi guys. Fantastic. Just thought I'd let you know how I went using Zilkeen over the Christmas break. Wow, here we go. I've previously used Zilkeen on a few of my rescue dogs that I have fostered when the, when they come in and are either anxious, nervous, or suffering separation anxiety. Due to the fact our rescue, which is a rescue group, she says, is Schnauzer Rescue Victoria Incorporated. Right. Uh, likes to put them into foster to adopt homes as soon as possible. I never get to see the full results of using the product. Right, okay. I decided to try and on my own mini schnauzer who suffers a mild, moderate anxiety when people come over. Nothing too bad, but she gets very barky and protective yep. and has been known to just target certain people, mainly men or my nephew who is 11 and boisterous and bark at them in an anxious manner. Yeah, right go. I commenced Zilkeen 225 milligrams five days prior to Christmas Day as we were going to my sister's and there were at least 20 people there. Oh, wow. So it's going to be a big day for the schnauz. That's right. Yeah. Come Christmas Day, behaviour was dramatically improved. No barking, no chasing, just the odd bark when the other two dogs would lose their tiny little minds. <laughs> well, that's right. That's fair enough. But, yeah, understandable. On Christmas Day. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's the least you can expect. Yeah. Definitely a product I'll be using and recommending to people in the future. Love the podcast, keeps me entertained and informed, and really would love to hear Robbie talking more. Oh, well, there you go. There you I can read the letter out again. Yeah, well, I'll pass no, no, it over to you. There's never been any problems with me uh, not talking <laughs> enough, so we can yeah, always so be it should be fine. Well, between the two of us, we can always be sure there's no silence on the exactly. podcast. Yeah, there? yeah. The only reason why there's going to be silence is if we forget to press record. <laughs> There's a possibility yeah. today. Yeah. We're just going to go and check. I checked mine as well. Yeah. <laughs> today, listeners, we have we're on a we're on a difficult day. We've both been at I've been at work all day. I'm just very tired, and we've got like four backup recording devices because we're just not sure it's going to work today. We're not too sure. Not too sure. Yeah. So I thought we'd be as redundant as possible. But Zilkeen, yeah, is that a great kind, endorsement? Kind regards from Joe Alexander. So thank you so much, Joe. She gave permission to use her, her name. Fantastic, and, and um, so. And uh, good on her for uh, Victorian Schnauzer Rescue yes. too. What a great thing! So if yes. you, you know, if you like Schnauzers and you're you're thinking about uh, trying to uh, trying to adopt one, yes. or if you want to try and uh, help it, you know, if you like Schnauzers, you want to do something. Um, get in contact with us, and we'll put you in contact with Joe if you want to do uh, try and see if there's anything you can do to help yeah, her. Yeah, exactly. Out. Or you can probably find her on Instagram at Nina underscore White underscore Mini Schnauzer. There you go. There you go. Hit her up and say, Joe, I want a Schnauzer. Yes. Yeah, find me a Schnauzer. What have you she'll, got? She'll help you. Find me a Schnauzer. Probably. Probably not if you're in Madagascar, though. No, no, no. We know she does shipping. Yeah, she's not going to ship a, a schnauzer to Madagascar. No, yes. if you don't have schnauzers in Madagascar, then you're on your own, she's Madagascar. She's not going to sh sh ship a schnauzer. Ship a schnauzer to Madagascar. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, but but if you want to take to Madagascar, I can help you. I'm an export vet. Oh, there you go. Qualified yeah. export, so get on to me and I'll Fantastic. help you. Fantastic. Help you send your schnauzer to, to Madagascar. Or, or, or anywhere your else. Schnauzer. Yeah. Yeah, or anywhere else you want to send That's it. schnauzer schnipping. To Switzerland. Yeah. Do you drink schnapps while you're shipping the schnauzers? <laughs> to southern Spain. To southern Spain? Yes. Well, then you have a schnitzel for dinner. Yes, yes. Oh, oh yeah. good. You're on to it, mate. Yeah, you're right yeah. on to it. Gee, all right. This is all giving me the schnitz, this is. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to beep that out. Nah, that's all right, because it's about a schnitzel. So oh, it's fine. All right. all right, okay, good. All right, and also Prime 100. Yes. Prime 100. Tell you what, oh, the, our crocodile tapioca has been flying off the shelves. Excellent. Well, out of the fridge, anyway. Fridge, I was going to say, yeah, it's in the fridge, at, I hope. At Waverley, yeah, yeah. We've had um, a lot of people wanting to giving it a shot, and uh, everyone says that their dogs are uh, dogs are enjoying it. So yeah. uh, so I think palatability. So Prime 100, uh, specific protein diets, lots of different ranges, dogs and cats. You can get yes. dry food as well. 
And uh, yeah, made in Melbourne, a really, really good option for your pet if you've got uh, inflammatory bowel diseases or uh, things like pancreatitis, if you've got allergies, a good option to try. And uh, and yet more different uh, flavours and you can point a, 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 a chub stick roll of uh, Prime 100 out. Nice, mate. Nice. And also we, we have an ad that we need to just quickly run by everyone. Yes. If you're an internal medicine specialist. Or know an internal medicine yes, specialist. that's right. And yeah. maybe overseas, worldwide, we're worldwide. Yeah, absolutely. If you're in Madagascar, who could do a swap? Why not? One Schna- schnauzer over, one specialist in. Absolutely, because one of our friends, a friend of the show, is looking for, uh, looking for some help. Yes, Dr. Clint Yuleman from Insight Mobile Veterinary Diagnostics is looking for an internal medicine specialist. Uh, you'll be, you need to have uh, European, American or Australian specialist qualifications. Yeah. Uh, he's got excellent working conditions. You can work from home. You can work your hours you want to. Yeah, Driving cool. around in the car, going out to clinics, using state-of-the-art modern equipment that he provides. Fantastic. Um, and... Uh, and uh, uh, a, a huge salary, huge salary, apparently. <laughs> I'm sure he's happy for us to say that. If, if you think you have a salary, double it and Clint will pay it. Well, maybe we'll need to edit that. No, I mean, probably would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Allegedly. Where's that on, where's that on the fine print? Yeah, yeah. Allegedly. So so if you guys are out there, if, if anyone knows of an internal medicine specialist, say it's a vet, you're a vet student and one of the uh, one of the internal medicine specialists that, you, that teaches you is... Getting some yes. itchy feet and wanting to uh, you know, get out and, and explore clinics around Melbourne and the well, Bell Green and Mornington Peninsulas, get them to get into contact with Clint because uh, there's a pretty good job on the go. Yeah, fantastic. And so you can hit up Clint on his Facebook page or go to his website, insightmvd.com.au. He's a nice guy, Clint, so I uh, hope, hope you find someone good, Clint, because uh, it'd be good to uh, good to get another good mobile specialist out there. We're yeah. uh, very lucky to have it, have you uh, driving around the streets here in Melbourne. It'd be great to have uh, someone else helping you out. Exactly. We have him out to our place quite regularly. He's a busy man. No, he is. He's, he's getting busy busier and busier yeah. because he's doing a good job, Lewis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, of course, mate, we've got our Patreon supporters. Thank yes. you very much, everyone who supports us on Patreon. Yep. We are... Uh, um, we will be uploading some more Q&A questions, uh, particularly some dominance ones in the near future. I think we've had quite a few dominance uh, from the last two episodes, but yes. I'll have a little break this episode. I think we won't. Yeah, we're not, not going to uh, go dominance for part three. No, no. Exactly. As my dad said, a lot of dominance. I was like, well, yes, we had two episodes of it. so It's a big topic, Dad. Yes, it's yes a that's big, right. big topic. He enjoyed yeah. it, but it's a little bit long. A little bit long. Yeah. Well, well, that's... Yeah. that's, that's, that's that's a typical critique from your dad, so that's fine. Yeah, it's, you, know, you know what to expect. That's right. That's yeah. right. Consistency. Exactly. Consistency. Exactly. That's it's very, what we're very after. important with your critiquing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. So, um, uh, yeah, uh, hit us up on Patreon. Uh, we will have some more stuff this year. Plan to put uh, maybe some videos of, of Robbie unwrapping uh, unwrapping a letter from the Queen. Oh, we'll there you go. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's that's top shelf for viewing right there. <laughs> I, I, did you know, with the um the the Duchess and uh, Sussexy place did you did you send them over a onesie or just the book no i gave the onesie to you and you got yeah. it at your house yeah 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 oh, well, the, and then the onesie's on the dachshund i wasn't sure if you got a second um no yeah no. yeah and because it I didn't fit we we're to bring it back we'd let noodles wear it for a bit and then get it back i'll have to see because noodles didn't have it his sister had it because it was too big uh, for him and so his sister was wearing it around oh uh, maybe we yeah. need to get another one and send it over maybe yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, mate. Exactly. So, so we'll do our. So we'll answer all the dominance questions. We'll try and have them loaded up on Patreon, say next week or something like that. Oh, it gives us a few weeks, I reckon. A couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah we're we'll busy going on those moments. So there we go. We've got a lot of them coming in, and see if you've got more dominance questions, still hit us up. You know? Absolutely, yeah, good stuff. Definitely. Alrighty, mate. Now, what do you want to go on to? Okay, so lighten things up a little bit. Yeah, you said you were feeling a little bit, uh, feeling a little bit funny. Um. I uh, caught wind of this. This is a um, a toy. It's probably going to be a little bit too young for your daughters, <laughs> right? But I'll, right, I'll put so the link up. Robbie's showing me a video that uh, is 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 still still paused on still paused on, on YouTube on a, on a picture of a thing that says "peeing pup." That's right. Right. Let's play it up. Here we go. Let's, let's we go. play. So it's it's a cardboard box and it looks like a little boy pressing holding play now. pressing play and buffering. Don't you hate that? Here we go. Next on the show, have we got a treat for you. Peeing Pup is the adorable game where you get a pup to pet. But you might get wet. Get in a circle and pet the puppy as he plays music. But don't pet him for too long. If he thinks you're number one, he'll go number one. (laughs) We all pee when we get excited. Uh, I know I do. uh, What? Adult assembly required. Battery's not included. Adult assembly required. (laughs) 
Oh, so mate. there you go, mate. So peeing pup, new from Hasbro. Right, that's so fantastic. Just, give, just give, give him a little pat, you know, yep. and it's just to pass the parcel. And if you hold on him for too long, he whizzes in your face. He does a little pee in your, yeah, right. In, okay. your, in your face, yeah. yeah. And the other guy, he's so excited about it that he's wetting himself as well. <laughs> How good's that? What a terrible world we live in. Yeah, the world literally is just stuffed. So you who'd know? you give that to, Ruben or Camille? Yeah. <laughs> I showed the kids it this morning, right? And I said, guys, have a look at this video. I'm going to just play it to Lewis. And Ruben's gone, Daddy, can we get it? Can we get it? <laughs> yes. Yes. No. No, guys. You can't it. see the humour in it. Jeez, it's just, it's just a stupid thing. I mean, how stupid is it that we've got this little thing with a little pup with his tongue out? You're sitting going to rub him on the head, then suddenly he whizzes in your face. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, God. but we're going to get it, Dad. Yeah, no, no, mate. Not going to happen. Well, next pass the parcel, I reckon. Well, there I'm, you go. I'm going to buy it for you, mate. And Where do I get it? All good. Open it. Oh, probably all good toy all, stores. All bad toy stores. All, all bad toy yeah. stores, yeah. Or you should put them on the shelf at the clinic. See Do how you they think go. So? Yeah. Or maybe you just have it there up the front and, and clients can come and they can sort of rub its head and see yes. if they get weed on in the face. In if the waiting do, room. They get they get a pig's ear or something like that. <laughs> in the yeah. waiting room. You yeah. hand it to them as they sit down. Go, now don't hold on too long. You've got to pass the next person that comes in. That's right. If they hold on too long, they get wet. Well, I do, I do talk a bit. So sometimes I run a little <laughs> bit behind in consults. So maybe that might be a fun way, Lewis. Of trying to help to pass the time of trying to keep clients uh, to interested you. and or you could hold it and if you're talking and holding it for too long it just gives you a little squirt in the face and, oh, I, and I know I've got to move got to hurry up yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go mate the peeing pup from Hasbro oh that's amazing well speaking of a peeing pup yes how's this mate you're talking about you went for a run on the dog beach the other day yeah. Dog accidentally runs half marathon after being let out for a pee. Oh, no. Finishes seventh. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, that, that is mate? a long way. When you did your marathon. Run. Yeah. No no dogs there, mate? No. Seeing eye dogs? No. No. Nothing like that? No, no. no there wasn't. No. There was a couple didn't that were Didn't take Rosie? Running. Didn't. Oh, no, no, no. She gave up after. I used to run with her, but she'd get to 5Ks and she'd keep throwing out poo anchors and I'd just about dislocate my shoulder. So, right. No, um, but gee, with 20Ks yeah. for a dog, that's insane. So, um, so this is an article from... Oh, I don't know, the internet. <laughs> Strangely enough. The, the, the internet news. Yes. Imagine training for months and months for a gruelling 22-kilometre marathon to be beaten by Lou Devine, the two-and-a-half-year-old bloodhound. A bloodhound? A hound. A big galloping bloodhound. And have, have a look at him galooping along. Just, oh, gee He's going along well. I've got some that great photos. We'll have to put these on the uh, in the show notes. Well, that's what happened in the Elkmont trackless train half marathon in Canada. Right. When a hound decided to join in the fun after being let out for a wee-wee. He crawled... It was a peeing pup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He crawled under the garden fence, ran towards the start line, and, well, the rest is history. Gee whiz. Lou Devine, who eventually finished seventh in the race... Wow. ...even stopped at the two-mile point to sniff a dead rabbit. (laughs) (laughs) So he could have finished higher. He could have gone on the podium. Yeah, maybe. It's like the tortoise and the hare, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I'll just have a rest here, eh? Well, and they ran past. Well, it's interesting because, you know, it's the, the, the two-mile mark is probably a bit early to have a drink stop. But, you know, that might have been where he left the rat, you know, as, as part of his... Rabbit. Or a dead rabbit. Dead or rabbit, or dead yeah. rabbit or dead rat. The rat might have been at the uh, at the 17-mile mark or the 10-mile mark. Um, so that maybe that was part of his training, that he had the rabbit there to help to... Well, maybe he sniffed the bit. rabbit and then he followed the trail of where the rabbit had been... Just happened to be on the marathon course. Yes. And so he's tracking back like the dead body. Just kept on going find around. Out, yeah, find out, you know, here's the bit of clothes. Find, find out where, where the dead body because is. Because he's a bloodhound. Exactly. So that's what he does. That's his job. That's, that's his job. That's his job. He's only doing his job, Lewis. Well, maybe there were a lot of people like at the end of the marathon that were like, well, not dying, but, you know, struggling. Pretty, pretty close to dying. So he's got confused and he's leading all the, you know, he's saying, look, follow me. This is where the people are. I know where to go. Yeah, I know where it's where they're all keep carking over. That's it, nuts. It is also believed the dog went off track on a number of occasions, including the moment he played with a herd of cows. <laughs> this didn't stop him from securing a respectable position, though. Crossing the line in just over an hour and a half. Oh, flipping it. Is that good? Yeah, that's insane. Yeah? How long? Yeah. No, I don't, we don't want to get into it, but how long was your my, my 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 fastest half marathon was 1.57. So he's beaten you, mate. Oh, by a long and way. And, he, and he, did you you didn't sniff any rabbits on the way? I did. Any, I did. My one were alive. You know, they, they, they were little live bunnies. Sometimes you just as you're running past at the drink stations, right. people just have a little a little fluffy bunny there. Sometimes a little a little dwarf lop. Yeah. You know, sometimes just a, gave it a health check and on you went. Oh no, there's no time for a health check. It's just a quick sniff. Yeah, right. a quick sniff, a scratch of tears, and then on you go. 
rabbits. You know, it's just, just a quick rabbits. sniff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, right. not their bum. I mean, I'm not weird. Yeah, you know? oh, yeah, right. It's just a quick sniff around the head because I've got the little twitchy nose. You know, yeah. so just not between know. the ears. You don't, you don't sniff them between the ears. No, nah, just between, well, under the you know, cotton tail. Once I did, you know, no, not under the cotton tail, mate. Again, don't don't try and make I this weird. You said you sniff their bum. No, I don't sniff oh, their bum. Oh, you don't. Sorry. No, no, oh. not sniffing the bum because sniffing the bum. I'm gonna rewind that tape back. I'm sure you said you did. No, don't sniff the bum. That would be weird. Sniffing the bum would be weird. Yeah, it would be weird. Just keep it up around the head end. Yeah, between the ears. There's also a lot of people there, you know, and people are going to judge you. You There's enough people judging you when you're running a marathon anyway, (laughs) you know, let alone if you're sniffing the bum of rabbits. Maybe you can beat your better time if you don't sniff the rabbits. Maybe I would go better if I sniffed more rabbits. Maybe. Maybe. We'll try. Maybe. We'll give it a shot the next time I hit the next half marathon. Reminds me of a video I saw during the week of a football play. Did you see that one? (laughs) All yeah, right, let's that, move that on. Was a, that was a menthol-based Oktoberfest yes. style. Yes, icing sugar. Yeah, yeah, sinus clearing yes, stuff. Yes, Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Nothing that you would expect. Nothing to see here. No, you know? that's right. And, and of all the footballers to do it, you, who would have expected it would have been someone from Brighton Grammar, you know? <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> oh. and welcome to our Brighton Grammar Brighton listeners. Grammar, uh, yeah, alumni. That's the biggest following. Yeah, what is it? Yeah, Brighton yeah, Grammar. Yeah. from Madagascar too. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's right. Yeah. yeah, 10 listeners from Brighton Grammar. Yeah, that's yeah. right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do- I'll take it back if they all subscribe to us on Patreon because they're all good for the money. Fair enough, yeah. Good good point, mate. Good, <laughs> good, good point. Alrighty, now, I could go on. Do we go on? I've got a little bit of time. Uh, well, you were going to talk about Valentine's Day, you know, because um, probably... I've got more on Ludwig. Oh, more on Ludwig. Go, more, keep going on Ludwig. He was given a medal. Oh, was efforts? Yeah. Uh, uh, all I did. Uh, this is the owner said. All I did was open the door and she ran the race on her own accord. Oh, see that? Yeah, that's insane. My first reaction was embarrassed and worried she had possibly got in the way of the other runners. She's laid back and friendly, so I can't believe she ran the whole half marathon because she's actually really lazy. Yeah. Uh, Jim Clemens, who finished fourth in the half marathon. Said every time I thought she'd dropped off to go back home, I'd hear her coming back up to me, and she'd race past me up to the two liters. Uh, she would run off to romp through the streams and into yards to sniff around for a while. My goodness, incredible! Is that like, good, mate? Like a great story, but then putting the vet hat on. Oh my goodness! Like how yeah. how she hasn't ended up dehydrated, rhabdomyolysis. Well, she's having good. drinks from the stream, mate. Oh, yeah. She's stopping at the stream to have a little drinks. Yeah, drinking from the stream. That she's is a, what we had, are. She had a little snack, a little bit of rabbit on the bit, way. A little, little bit of rabbit. Yeah, yeah rabbit. just a little yeah. sniff of Keep the rabbit. Keep her going like a gel tube, but yeah. a rabbit. Maybe she ate some cow poo as well. That might have given her a little bit of a... A kick. A, a little bit of a kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that Cows gave her a too. kick, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, off you go. That's all right, yeah. Maybe she had a little bit of milk. She went over there and just had a little... You know, a, a little bit of an utter action, and that sort of got to go right. a little bit more protein. Right, you're talking yeah. about getting weird, right? Yeah. No, no well, that's, that's not, not weird, weird when you're doing a half marathon, mate. You got to keep your energy up, your protein <laughs> levels up. You know, that that sort of thing you did. No, no, no. No, like that would be weird. That would be yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, right. No, well, dude, I've got I've got opposable thumbs. I can just grab the cup and then drink it, and then <laughs> make sure I throw it in the bin. You know. Right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Now, Valentine's Day. Yeah, yes. Valentine's Day next week. Yes, absolutely. Did you, as a, Out of um, interest, do you do anything with Valentine's no, Day? Not really. For, no, yeah, no, no, it's a bit commercial. I hate it. Yeah, not, yeah. A, not a big fan. Might give cards, I think. Yeah, I, yeah. We, don't, we don't even do that. I, I made I put the thing out there early with Christina saying, don't be expecting anything on Valentine's so Day. Unromantic, not going to happen. Mate. It's yeah. So, yeah. What's going e- on? Every day's Valentine's Day. Oh, oh that's, that's beautiful. So you, you bring know, flowers every day? Uh, no. No, 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 chocolates. No. no, we've got flowers outside the house every day, so that's fine. And <laughs> As you living. walk in, you just pluck, pluck one out and give that's it to right. Them. Yeah, 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 here's yeah, another sweetie. one. Here's oh. another one. Um, uh, chocolates. Yeah, I generally eat chocolates every day. Yes, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I guess the reason we mention is is if you bring lilies into the house, you got yes. some flowers. Don't bring lilies in if you got cats. No lilies for cats. No, Liz, and don't put the chocolates down for the dogs. No, not at all, because they will eat them. Yes, they will. And don't bring your kitten home if it's not wanted. <laughs> I don't know. If people, do people do that? I don't. I don't kittens know. Was for it, Valentine's Day? Kittens for Valentine's it's Day. Cute. It is cute. So I saw it. Um, I saw a kitten the other day that was called Dusty. Nice. Yes. We've got a it, dog around the corner called Dusty. Yeah, yeah. There might be a few like there's that. A, there's a, I, I said to the owner, I said, there's been a slew of, you know, Dusty, Cochin, yeah. Trent, you know, yes. Martin style stars, names. Stars of the AFL. Yeah, yeah. They, they, Watts. They, 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 Jack seen, Watts. The, the funny thing is there's not many that have been um, from Western Australian, you know, after the West Coast Eagles won the grand final right. last year. Yeah. Certainly around the Melbourne not, area. Not so, many Natanui's. Or Shoeys yeah. or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. You know? No, no. So it's, it's kind of hard to park going, Natanui over here. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, not catchy. Funny thing is with this kitten, he's had his head all shaved off and had all these big tattoos <laughs> on his neck. 
you know? Just a mohawk. Just a big mohawk, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all the other kittens are walking around with it as well, you know? Just just trying to be cool, just trying to see, you know? And he, keep walking and he was up. just pushing them away with his aunt, with his paw. come up. Pushed them off. Just, they just gave the don't yeah, argue. Stiff arm. Stiff, stiff arm. arm off, That's yeah. right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all righty, you got anything else, mate? Oh, uh, actually, I've got one. One more. Yes. One more. Let's go. One more. I'm trying to find it. This is a short one. Yeah. Love this. We love any sort of incident between an animal and yes. a human. Yes, bring it on. Woman injured in goat incident. A goat incident? In central it wasn't Queensland. one of those party goats, was it? Oh, maybe. Maybe well, the hoof the, got stuck somewhere. Well, you said this was in Queensland. The party goats were in uh, were in, in New York, I think. So well, maybe or in they'd come over. Maybe they, they hired them. Over. They flew them over. Maybe they franchised it out. Maybe there's Australian party goats. Maybe as Johnny Depp brought them over for a party, not yeah, Queensland. That's right. like Boo and, uh, uh, boo and pistol. pistol. Yes, that that's what it pistol. was. Boo and pistol. pistol. Yes, <laughs> they got sent back home quickly, didn't they? Oh yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, this is from Brisbane Times. Oh, there we go. Yes. Yeah, a woman suffered cuts to her abdomen. Right. So it wasn't climbing on her back. No, no. After it, now this is in inverted commoners and. Incident. An incident? With a goat on Queensland's central coast. Oh, crikey. Any thoughts? Incident. An, an, an incident what with could be an incident? Um, uh, she might have been, well, she wasn't wearing like a, a a cashmere top or something, was she? And <laughs> yeah, like we're talking about with the alpacas. Got angry. Thing, just bit angry. it off her. Yes, yeah, goat angry. Yeah, don't don't, don't upset a goat. Maybe. Perhaps that horn just butted her. Could have done. Could That's have done. Or a knife. Had a, a goat with a knife. <laughs> I don't know. Read on. Let's read, read on. on. Let's see. Yeah. Read on. Let's get let's get rid of this flimsy accusations and let's get to the truth, Lewis. We are both tired, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Paramedics were called to a home in Glendale, about twenty kilometres north of Rockhampton, on Thursday night. Rockhampton. Rock. Yeah. Rock. Yeah. Rocktober. <laughs> Rockhampton. Oktoberfest. The woman, Asian in her forties, is that a clue? Nah, no, not, not really. Had suffer. And this inverted commas, minor lacerations. Right. It could be a knife. It could be a knife. It could yes. be a knife. Yeah. A goat with a knife. It wasn't a home invasion, was it? Uh, it doesn't say. No, carjacking. <laughs> minor it wasn't lacerations. an ATM, was it? <laughs> minor lacerations from a goat. Yep. And paramedics are called at about 5.10 p.m. Right. That's all we've got. That's all we've got so far. A Queensland Ambulance Service spokesman was unsure how the woman sustained the injuries. <laughs> what did they ask her? <laughs> how did you get that injury? How did you get the injury? And how did the goat do it? Bleed. Bleed. I was bleeding everywhere. <laughs> I was just uh, down on all fours and it just jumped on me. <laughs> <laughs> the woman was taken to Rockhampton Hospital in a stable condition. Good. Minor lacerations, stable condition. Stable condition. Nothing Fantastic. more. Yep. Search the internet. Can't find anything. No. If anyone knows oh, that's the it. woman, that is it. That's it. Well, there, there wasn't anything about any of the local conservatives saying no, that, you know, they're bailed up. Goat, goat with a knife is, you know, part of a local street gang that's, you know, yeah. no, nothing like a that. A herd of goats. Just a, a herd of unwildly youth, goats. Youth goats. Youth goats. Yeah, out on the streets, nothing. They, they, they weren't youths, were they? They were definitely goats. <laughs> It's getting better. It's getting better. Yeah, it oh yeah, we're on it's a we're on, we haven't recorded for a while. You no, can't have tell, can you? <laughs> <laughs> All righty, let's go to the stable. Let's, let, 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 let's go to some real stuff. Yeah, here, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, all advice on this show is generally in nature, so please consult your veterinarian before following any advice for your pet. We do our best to provide the most up to date information because veterinary medicine is continually advancing and changing. Let us know if we have missed anything, or if you need any clarification. Or if you have any other good goat puns. Yes. Or you yeah. know the goat woman. Or you know the goat woman. Yeah. Yes. Or the goat. Yes. That's yeah, right. That'd we be can, great. We'll interview the goat. We'll interview the goat. Yeah, we'll got, fly to Queensland. We'll, we'll get up there. We'll interview the goat. We'll interview some of these other celebrity vets that you know, oh. we want to try and get. Yeah, oh, that'd be great. Well, they're all goats. Well, that's, that's greatest that's, of all time. Greatest of all yes, time. That, what did you think of me? Whiz, oh. I didn't know where the hell you were going. <laughs> I haven't watched much of the cricket. And whenever they call um, you know, Nathan Lyon the goat, I just go... Why are they calling him oh. goat? And I go, oh, greatest of all time. Yeah. Right? Well, we Michael go. Jordan, goat. Babe he was Ruth. the goat as well. Yeah, Babe Ruth. Well, there's some conjecture. LeBron James, Michael Jordan. We yeah. won't go there, though. We won't go in there, yeah. Which camp are you in? Well, you well, don't know them. Yeah. Well, well, I know Michael Jordan because, you know, I, I was interested in Plays basketball. basketball. In year eight. Play, yeah. <laughs> you know, or still, yeah. Had, had yeah. some interesting facial hair at one stage. Did he? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. You, know, you, know when, you know when you're growing a moustache and you just shave a little bit too far off each side and you oh. start to look, yeah. You, should, that's not Dennis Rodman. No. No, no, no. no. That, was, that okay. was Michael Jordan. Let's move on. Moving on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Let, let's move on to a less what do you controversial got, mate? topic. Have we got anything decent? Yeah, yeah. Hills Food Recall. Let's get on to something ah. uh, less controversial. Yeah. Yeah, this has got some meat. 
date to it. Yeah, absolutely. That. We we did put out a urgent podcast during the week about the recall. Yes, absolutely. Um, and thank you to all of our listeners who made the effort to share it on across all the social medias. Yes. We had a massive response and uh, and huge number of people. Uh, it's almost, I think, one of our most listened to segments that we've had. Yeah, okay, um, right. Which Excellent. is great to know. You know, it's, it's been, I think we dropped it three or four days ago. Yeah, yep. Um, and just so thank you, everyone. If you haven't yet shared it, please go on to our Facebook page or our Instagram page um, and share it and, and and get it out there. You know, um, we Robbie's done a lot behind the scenes with his uh, people from his clinic to to, to alert them to to the um, to the recall. Yeah. Um, and so we're trying to do a lot more um, just just to get stuff out there and uh, and let everyone know. So it's, and it's and it, while the risks of something bad happening are low, the risks are there, and so you really want to know and you want to. Try Try and get out there and try and, uh, you know, at least give everyone the chance of being able to make sure that everything's okay. Exactly. So I'll read a little bit from uh, the press release from uh, Hills Pet Nutrition. Yes. So it is select canned dog foods and they contain excessive amounts of vitamin D. So Hills Pet Nutrition is voluntarily recalling select canned dog food products due to potentially elevated levels of vitamin D. Uh now the there is a list of the products um, that uh, that need to be recalled. We've put on the show notes. We'll have the ones for Australia. Yep. But I do know there's a recall in of products in the US and also in Germany. I've got from right. the socials. Yeah. Okay. But it may be in other countries as well. Yeah. Okay. So make sure you go to your country's uh, Hills Pet Nutrition website. Yep. So obviously Australia's.com.au, US is .com. Yep. Madagascar is dot madagascar dot com ma maybe maybe mz yeah could be not sure mc but anyway go to there or talk to your vet talk to your vet call your vet up and say hey what's going on yeah yeah exactly so so there is specific codes um it is only canned dog foods um the dry foods fine the cat foods fine both dry and wet for the cat foods fine it's only select lines of the wet dog food exactly and the treats are okay as well it's not treats um, but they will distribute through retail pet stores, vet clinics, and e-retailers nationwide in Australia and also other countries. Um, so if you've purchased these products, you need to check the date and the, the codes on your particular can of food. Um, and Hills Nutrition go on. Uh, so they, they've implemented better testing, um, more quality control, blah, blah, blah. Um, All the stuff you'd expect them to say because they're a big company and they've got some egg on their face and they're trying to make sure that they do all the right things to make sure that they're uh, not going to do it again. Exactly. Yes, yeah, spot on. And they look, they, there's some contact details. We'll put them in the show notes. So we don't want to read them out. But it is... Not applicable in all countries, but it is applicable in lots of countries. So if you're outside Australia, then, you know, like I said, check your own country's Hills website for more information. For sure. So what I guess we want to know, Robbie, and you're the man for this. Yes. Wheelhouse. What's what's the problem with excessive vitamin D? Okay. So vitamin D, um, vitamin D's action is that it absorbs so vitamin D is a is a is a vitamin. It's a it's a fat soluble vitamin that's present in foods, and our bodies then take it from the inactive form and then convert it into the active form. In humans, it happens with sunlight. In dogs and cats, it just and, and other animals, it just happens within the within the body. Right. Once it has been activated, its main job is that it absorbs calcium from the gut. And it stops the excretion of calcium in the kidney. So if vitamin D is there to help to increase your calcium levels. Right. Now, calcium is uh, obviously a very important uh, electrolyte in the body. It has lots of actions everywhere around, but it's met the body has ways of trying to keep it really, really tight. So you can't have massive fluctuations in your calcium because if you're too low, you can have problems. If you're too high, you can have problems. So your really body's looking for that uh, that Goldilocks zone of right in the middle. So there's several different hormones, some that increase absorption, some that increase excretion, some that increase deposition, some that increase drawing of it out of the, um, out of the bones. But vitamin D, its job is that it draws it in from the gut and it stops losing from the kidney so obviously its main job is then you're just gonna 
Hills is Hills is trying to, is having it making a comment. Though. Yeah, exactly. That. Yeah. that might be Hills on the phone. Let me just check. <laughs> so, um, so what happens? You've got too much vitamin D. Your calcium goes up, and the problem is your body can't regulate it because if you're eating vitamin D, you can't switch it off. You know, you can't stop your body from keeping on absorbing the calcium and not excreting it. So your calcium levels go up. So what's calcium used for? So, um, calcium is used as part of your uh, nerve conductions. So yep. In your heart, so ways your the when your heart's trying to do the um, get your your beats, the signals that going through making your heart muscle contract, but also your other nerve conductions are, are you they use calcium there to try and help with the, with all of those nerve functions. Also, muscle, heart muscle, your uh, your skeletal muscle, all involved with using calcium. Um, so and it's you and it's everywhere. You know, calcium's used as part of your energy, part of your cells, just opening channels and closing channels. So when you've got too much of it, all of those really, really tight regulations that your body's trying to keep it uh, in that narrow spectrum all go out the window right. and you just, things just start shutting down. So your main effects of too much calcium, the... The most obvious signs that an owner will see is drinking more and weighing more. Right. Because so 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 just going back there. So yeah. if you've got too much vitamin D in the food, yeah, that will lead to too much calcium. Is that what you're saying? In the, in correct. The, in, in your the bloodstream, blood. and yep. that's the problem. It's not the vitamin D per se. Not the vitamin it's D. It's the calcium that is going to be absorbed into the bloodstream that means your calcium levels are way higher than they should be. Exactly. Cool. Yeah. So, yep. so the vitamin D itself isn't toxic. It's the effect of the vitamin Fine. D. Great. That is toxic. Good. So, um, so. The, the effects of the too much calcium subsequent to the high vitamin D, you drink more and you wee more. So yep. this is one of the really common signs that people will see is that your dogs are drinking more and weeing more because that high calcium is stopping your kidneys tubules from being able to concentrate your urine properly. Right. So if you can't draw the nutrients and stuff back out of the urine to then draw water with it, then you're losing more water in your urine. Your urine's more dilute. If your urine's more dilute, you're dehydrated. Right. Then you're drinking more so it does it just affects the kidneys basically in, in a technical way in in that respect yes i'm going to go on a little bit more with right. what else it can then do longer term in yep. a sec um uh, with too much calcium, it can then increase the acidity in the stomach and then start to change the secretions and things within your stomach, leading to vomiting and diarrhea, right. sometimes even with blood. You know, So you can get um, uh, vomiting with blood, you can get diarrhea, um, uh, and you know, obviously then if you're feeling funny in the tummy, you may not want to eat. Um, as far as then the nerve dysfunction, you can get problems with, uh, with weakness and tremors and even seizures. The seizures and things are usually more of an issue with low calcium but if it gets really really high you can get weak because it stops your heart from beating so right. you can get you know like a what's called a bradycardia so a really really slow heartbeat yes. um which yeah can cause a cardiac arrest if you wow. give if it gets too high but that's something you know it's like you've had a huge bolus of calcium that's good yeah, it would be you'd be seeing a lot of other clinical signs, I reckon, before you started to get your yeah. really severe cardiac So signs. you reckon the early signs would be the vomiting, the diarrhea, and maybe drinking and weeing more. Is and that what just you're... seeming listless and yep. lethargic right. and maybe a bit weak. Right. And if you're seeing any signs like that, you're going to take your animal into the vet yes. because as you've always been, because you're great listeners and you listen to our podcast and we always say, drinking more, weeing more, vomiting, diarrhea, you know, animals seeming weak, something's not right. Go and see your vet. Yeah, um, if, if your dog's unwell, just uh, send a message on the socials and we'll get back to you in a month's time. Absolutely, when yeah, yeah. When, when we open up the mailbag yeah, and right. go, oh, wow, I wonder how this dog's going. Whoops, oh, okay. So <laughs> don't do that. No, contact your vet. Go to your vet or your ER vet, your emergency vet as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Yeah, it's um, urgent. So the a lot of those changes are potentially reversible right? Uh, once your calcium levels come back down. Good, normal. okay. Yeah, so so they've eaten you know a couple of tins of the dog food. They got a maybe a vomiting diary. You reckon they'll be okay generally? They generally should be fine because Good. once you've brought the calcium levels down, then the body's normal homeostatic mechanism should start working yep. again. Yep. The difficult thing with vitamin D, though, what I was reading is that it lives in the fat for quite a long time. So <clears throat> sometimes it can be a prolonged period of treatment. So you might treat for a while, wean them off, and I'll go over this in a little bit later on as well. But sometimes it can take a little while 
while for the vitamin D to get worked out of the body. But um, your big issue is calcification of tissues. Calcification is your your soft tissues turning to bone. Yeah, so, right. So our bones are calcified because we have calcium deposited in there. So the you know you'll probably remember from your physiology days, oh, Lewis, the, the, the calcium yeah. phosphorus um, uh, uh, ratios that um, you know if you're if you're trophic osteodis no what's that one. Yeah, yeah, things like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, oh, what is that one? Yeah, yeah, hypertrophic calcification and things like that. Yes. Or, yeah, um, yeah, anyway, uh, big the, words. The, 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 big the words. Students will remember it. Um, yep. So if your calcium levels are high and your phosphorus levels are high, then there is a high risk that your body will start to calcify soft tissues and that is something that may not be reversible. So that will be a time where then potentially these animals could then end up with chronic kidney failure if they have had calcify, uh, uh, calcium deposit deposits laid down in their, in kidneys. their kidneys. Over, yeah. over, I mean, this might be, you might not know this, but over what period of time do you need to be having high high vitamin D consumption yep. to then go into the high calcium consumption to then cause the calcification? Like what, are we talking you know, a week of feeding the food or months or you don't know? We're yeah, not sure. No, look, I, I don't know the exact right. numbers. You know, um, but I, I think the thing is the higher that it's, the longer that it's high, the worse it's going to be. But right. the big thing is those phosphorus levels too. So I think straight out high calcium, you may increase your risks of it. But if you've got high phosphorus as well, say because you've got kidney disease already or you're on a high phosphate diet, you know, you're eating something that's got a lot of phosphorus in it, that could be something that might um, increase your risks of it. Is so. that like an all-meat diet? Like is that a high phosphorus diet? Uh, yeah, talking? there's certainly going to be high. And, and I guess your big thing is if your kidney's not like – your phosphorus is usually excreted in your gut and in your kidneys. So it's if your kidneys aren't working properly, your phosphorus levels are going to go up. And so that's going to uh, increase your risk. So if you're in a, a high, um, a, probably a high protein diet, because you know, that's going to be where a lot of the phosphorus is going to come from. Yep. Um, if you're on a high protein diet, that then means that, and your kidneys aren't working properly and you've got high calcium. Yeah. You're in, you're in the, the real danger zone. I guess so. the, th the lucky thing with that phosphorus stuff would be that if you're feeding, you were we're feeding the hills food, and, and if you are feeding the hills food, stop, stop feeding, stop, stop feeding. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But if you were feeding that food, that's not really a high protein food necessarily. So you're probably not going to have that high phosphorus levels. No, hopefully, so less likely to get those that calcification. Is that sort of what you're in, in, inferring? Yeah, yeah. And um, and I was actually speaking to one of the hills reps, um, uh, who was looking as ragged yeah. as what we are. Yeah, how's know? their day? Yeah, yeah. how's their they've week? Had, they've had a very busy weekend. <laughs> um, uh, and um, oh, and gosh. and and the fact that the majority of time people are feeding the the wet food as a supplement to the dry food yes. so they'll, they'll usually a little be treat on or yep, yeah yep, yeah yep. they might get it with a little bit of their tablets things like that it's usually um if they're like the the higher percentage of the wet food that they're eating the higher the risk of what you could have uh developed a problem because you may have got too much vitamin d but again there's a there haven't been any cases of it so far in Australia. You know, they, they, they it may come to light now we go looking for it. But, um, but yeah, certainly the, they, they haven't had any – I'm not aware of them having had any uh, cases yet. But if we're here, we'll keep you, yeah. you know, keep, keep you, uh, well, I in think, touch with it. I think the alert was the first case was in America, Correct. I think. And so yeah, then yeah. they – and I think the problem was that one of their suppliers was supplying a product that was very high in, in vitamin D. So it wasn't particularly there – sort of foods themselves that they're making it was a supplier that was supplying for the food if correct that makes yeah sense. yeah so, so it was there. you know they they were ordering in chocolate and they were sent in dark chocolate instead of milk chocolate right. but unfortunately then they probably should have been checking to make sure that the that they were getting milk chocolate not dark chocolate you, yes. know, you know if you have you know a, a Apologise for the analogy, you know. Yeah. Um, so well, it's Valentine's Day, mate. Well, there you go. Yeah, you're you know, right yeah. onto it. You're onto it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, how do you test for it to see whether or not your animal's got a problem? Great. So, great. Um, yep. so the the big thing is routine blood test and urinalysis. So, if your dog's been eating this food, or your dog's been drinking more and weighing more, and you're not sure what's going on, go to your vet, get a urine test. If your urine isn't concentrated, and it should be, like, so if you've got a two year old 
dog who's otherwise should be fine, it started drinking more and weighing more and it's got poorly concentrated urine, your vet's going to do a blood test. And if your vet does a blood test and your dog's got high calcium, then the suspicion is going to be there and then they're going to start talking to you about what treatments they're going to put them put yeah. you on to get that calcium down. And what sort of treatments are there? What are, what are we looking at? So there's um the or the other thing that you're looking for in the bloods as well is just checking to make sure you got that you don't have that high phosphorus because the and the higher the calcium, there might be they might have to do a more specific calcium calcium test, an ionized calcium test. I'm not going to go through the through the you know the fun of that because we're running low on time. Um, the but as far as treatment wise, obviously you want to get that calcium down, and you do that by and we were saying before that what the vitamin D does is it increases the absorption of the calcium and reduces the excretion. We want to excrete it. We want to get that calcium the hell out of the body. Yep, yep. So the number one way of doing it, your best way of trying to get rid of calcium is through your kidneys. So you put them on a drip, a low calcium drip, and you diurese those animals. Yep. So you put them on. On, on a drip fluids, to try and yep. flush the bl- as much blood through the kidneys as you can, dilute the urine out so then that way as much calcium can be taken with it. But we've just heard that vitamin D helps to stop uh, the secretion of calcium through the through the kidneys. So we need to give it a hurry along two ways. One is with using a diuretic, a mm. diuretic called frusamide that helps to uh, lose calcium in the urine and also good old prednisolone. So prednisolone helps to uh, increase your calcium uh, uh, excretion through your kidneys right. as well. So yeah. prednisolone or cortisone. C- correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And if you've got really, really high calcium, you can get onto other stuff to, you know, more sort of whiz-bang medication to really bring your calcium down. Yeah, so right. if you're getting in that real danger zone, you've got to be getting that calcium down. And once you've been on the treatment for a while, then your vet will try and wean them off. And if your calcium levels start going up, obviously you'll check and make sure the calcium's down while you're on the treatment. But then if your calcium's starting to creak back up again, you'll go back onto the treatment again for a while and then you know vice versa you know on you go until you try and get it all get it all cleared up right so, oh, yeah. good stuff mate good listen i've so, learned a lot today that's good so prognosis yes if it's mild you should be fine right if your dog's only eating a little bit and is not showing clinical signs chances are you'll be fine but talk to your vet about your pet's own specific case um and as long as you can get the renal function back again once the calcium's normal then you, you hopefully should be looking pretty good. Yep. yep. And what sort of time frame? So say my dog's eaten this food a year ago or six months ago. Yeah. Or, you know, where, what's, you know, is it sort of more like if, if we wait a week from now, my dog's fine and I've stopped the food. Am I fine? What? How long till I'm okay? You know? Like, so you know. I, if your dog is currently, if your dog's been eating the food recently, and therefore, you've got the high vitamin D in your in your fat and in your body at that time. Then you would be expecting your because remember we're saying about how tightly regulated that calcium yep. is that you'd be expecting to be seeing the clinical signs at the time. So so right. if you've eaten a bucket load of vitamin D, you may have prolonged clinical signs of hypercalcemia because your body is uh, holding on to that vitamin D for a long time and therefore the calcium is going to be up for a long time. But if you've had a little bit of vitamin D and your calcium is, and you're not showing the clinical signs, I would imagine, and I'm willing to be proven, proven wrong on this if someone else has got other information, that I reckon if you've had it, a year ago, six months ago, you should be fine. Yep. Because if you're showing the clinical signs then and you're not showing the clinical signs now, then your body should have fixed up. Right. And and you can go and do the blood test. You know, you can get the um, your urine test done. If your urine's concentrated, your kidneys are concentrating fine. Uh, you can do a blood test and there are more specific blood tests to try and pick up early kidney disease these days as well. Um, and I believe if, you, if your pet does have a problem that Hills, you know, you can ring up the Hills helpline and talk to them about whether or not they can start up a case file on your pet too so so if if you think that your pet's been affected call up your vet and call up the hills pet helpline too um i have you ever had a case of hypervitaminosis d uh from from anything uh, from parathyroid syndrome or well, or, you, or you wouldn't get it from you'd get hypercalcemia from hyperparathyroidism yeah, sorry, yes. but, but from vitamin d toxicity oh i don't know i have no. yeah i have yeah right tiny little dog um this was years ago um the owner gave it a bucket load of fish oil capsules yes yeah and right. so um dog presented then in acute renal failure calcium absolutely up and out the wazoo. Wow. And this is a tiny, tiny little dog. And talking to the owner, she said, oh, yeah, I've been giving it fish oil capsules for um, for its arthritis. 
dog was only young. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, ended up pushing this dog into acute rainfall, put it on a drip. Is there vitamin D in fish oils? Can Isn't it be? vitamin E? Can be. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Can have anything. Vitamin D. Vitamin, like there's there's lots of different things in the, yeah, in the fish right. oils. But this this particular one had a lot of vitamin D in there. Right. So, okay. Yeah. And vitamin go. A can be an issue with them with them sometimes too. So good so stuff, curious mate. and curious. But that, yeah. that that little dog we ended up turning around ended up going okay. So and and that was a dog that was looking pretty ordinary. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. All right. So there you go. If anyone's got any other questions or anything, hit us up, let us know. Yeah, he's on the socials, but obviously yeah, if your dog's unwell, you know, get to your vet. Definitely. Um, you know, and, and, and have them checked out. Now, we've got something else that's big in the news at the moment, mate. Yes. And this is, uh, well, quite controversial, I suppose. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't normally talk about horses. Except no. Except when you see them on the beach. Except, and, except when they look like Irish wolfhounds yeah, on the beach. Yeah, and being ridden by a fairy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were being led along by a fairy oh, in the water. Right. Right, the sparkling yeah. waters of Port Phillip Bay. Yeah, oh, f- fantastic. So, um, uh, you know, I suppose horses isn't really our area of expertise, so we don't talk about it a lot. But obviously, you know, those who find the papers in, well, Australia, I guess. Australia probably be, yeah, yeah. Victoria, definitely Victoria, but Australia, there's, you know, there have been the rec- pol- recent police and racing steward raids on a well-known horse trainer property, trainer's property in Victoria. Yeah. Um, and I believe the trainer has been charged. Yes. Um, and we need to be very careful what we say. Because, oh, my goodness. Because you... our legal team is very poorly paid. Yes, it, it's basically Olive. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Our legal team is Olive. Yeah, yeah. Well, we ask the neighbour, we go, does this sound okay? And they go, yeah, sure. Sounds great. Yeah, over the fence. Through, no through the wall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. No, no. <laughs> so, so... Uh, I guess one of the charges is over the use of a, a thing that's called jiggers. Yep. Um, and uh, and uh, from Robbie, my perspective, the alleged use of jiggers, it's horrific. It's a horrendous thing. Yeah. Um, so what is it? What is a jigger? A jigger. It's a. It's a. It's an electric shock thingy. Isn't yeah. It? So it's yep. a handheld electric shock device. Uh, I guess. You know, perhaps the closest thing might be like a small cattle prod or a small taser. Yeah, yeah. Essentially gives, you know, uh, gives an electric shock to to the animal. And I I don't really want to go into that too much, but I do want to talk a little bit about the behaviour principles behind it. Yeah. Just to educate the listeners on what, why do they use it? You know, why, why would it help? And well... The reason that they're banned is because their welfare aspect of shocking an animal, which uh, you know brings me to electric shock collars on dogs. dogs yeah, which yep. I'm going to touch on another time, but not this time. So this is basically you know shocking horses, and in the strict psychology definition of it, we would call it positive punishment. Right. Okay. Uh, now, positive meaning we're giving the horse something. Yes. That's what positive means, giving something. Giving something, not if taking. If it was negative, we were taking it away. So it's po- positive punishment. It doesn't mean it's good. No, no, yeah, the giving yeah. of something might be crap. Yeah. You know, I could positively kick you in the bum, you know, but that doesn't mean the kick in the bum is going to be good. Yeah, exactly. So so it, it's positive in a strict psychology definition. Positive means we're giving something, so we're giving a shock to the horse, and it's positive punishment, which means uh, we're giving something to decrease the chance of showing that behaviour again. So the behaviour that we don't, that the by giving that punishment that we don't want to see is the horse slowing down. So we're giving it a sh- electric shock to speed the horse up, to stop it from slowing down. Now, in that sense, it can also be called, and this is where it gets technical, negative reinforcement. So everyone thinks reinforcement's great. Well, not necessarily. So negative means we're taking something away. Reinforcement means that uh, we're increasing the chance of that behavior occurring more in the future. So the negative is we actually shock the horse until it starts running faster and then we take the shock away. Right, okay. So the horse in the head goes, right, when I run faster, I stop getting shocked. Yep. So it's hard to know. It's a real gray area. Um, Is it positive punishment? Is it negative reinforcement? And, and on that, I, I don't know. Like, is it while they've been charged with having the jiggers there and they're not allowed to have them um, on the, the, the property with the horses, is there anything that they've actually said that they're using them to make them run faster? No, or what, no right? idea, mate, but yeah. this is the, the behaviour. We're not going to go into that. Oh, no, 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 no. I just wasn't yeah. sure with what's saying. Look, with, uh, I've heard they... that there's video. Oh, right, okay. I, I don't know if that's yeah. true. Allegedly, blah, 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 whatever I have to say. <laughs> yeah, cool. Allegedly video and... and, and well, but this is the, the reason, as, yeah. as a behaviourist, if you said, what would you do with these? This is what 
you were doing. You could potentially use them for. Yeah, not yeah. Over. I mean, it's you it, wouldn't condone it. And no matter what yeah. we say, it's yeah. cruel, humane, and abhorrent. That's, Absolutely, that's, that's yeah. where we stand. Very, very boo boo hiss. Yeah, you know, in the past they were used actually on race day by the jockeys. Right. And this is in the olden days, and then they were thrown away or hidden at the end of the race. Oh, really? Yeah. So without when there weren't cameras, uh, very olden days, but now with cameras around, they're used during training. Right. And uh, and and the so you might be wondering how does using them in training then yep. translate to using them to working on the track, making yep. the horse run faster on the track. Because that's what it's obviously all about. How are we going to make them run faster? So what it comes back to is Pavlov's dogs. Yeah. Pavlov's dogs. So Pavlov's dogs, mate, and you'll remember this from, from uni. Yep. When you ring a bell, uh, Pavlov would bring food to dogs and yep. at the same time ring a bell and condition them so that after a while, lots of rings of the bells bring food, ring bell, bring food. Eventually, they ring the bell and the dogs anticipate the food. They start salivating yep. like, they're going, they're, like they're going to be fed. And that's what's called classical conditioning. Yep. It's where a previously neutral stimulus, which is the bell, yep. means nothing to the dogs initially, is paired with an actual stimulus, food. They know what food is. They know yep. that's good. So that the bell or the neutral stimulus eventually elicits the same response, salivation or similar response as the actual potent stimulus, the food. Yeah, okay. And so that's what that's what that's what we're hearing. Now, just a little aside, mate, do you know why Pavlov's hair was so soft? Uh, did he condition it? Well conditioned, mate. Well Very conditioned. Good. There Very we good. go. I thought you liked that one. <laughs> No, it's just a little behaviour yeah, joke just, just there. lighten it up there. Yeah, that's right. The behaviour boffins out there, listen, they'll be cracking well, he themselves. He wasn't bald, was he? Yeah. No. No. Crazy hair. Crazy Einstein hair. hair. Einstein style Einstein hair, hair yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, but, yeah. But conditioned. Yeah, it well. It was soft and yeah. wavy and, and buoyant. Yeah, yeah, yeah it could really run fort. your fingers through it. Oh, fantastic. So, so the ladies Like that the would Pantene say. had the, 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 where he sort oh, of swings yeah. his head around. Yeah, most likely. Nice. Yes. I think, yeah, definitely. So, So in horses... The training in the training they use the jigger. Yeah, uh, they use the electric shock, and the that what they do in training is pair the electric shock with a neutral stimulus, something that means nothing oh, to the to the horse. Right. So in Pavlov's case, it was a bell. Yep. In the cases with the trainers, who knows what they did? Yeah. But it could be something like a pen or a, a oh, sorry a pin. Yep. Or a nail, and so what the jockey be doing is they would be training with the horse, and at a certain point they would. Uh, poke it with a pin in the neck yeah, and at the same time give an electric shock. Right, right. And the horse would run faster. Yeah. And, you know, and they'd stop the shock when it was running faster. Something yep. along those lines. So they would do that many times in training. So the horse would start to associate when I get pricked with that pin. Yeah. Within a few seconds of the prick, pricking, this is getting half me to talk, yeah, yeah. A pricking with a nail or a pin, um, I'm going to get an electric shock. Yeah. So then when we get out on the racetrack, the jockey carries a pin. Yeah. Or a nail, allegedly. And they prick the horse and it thinks, oh, I'm going to get shocked. I've got to run faster. Jeez. And that's sort of the theory of the Pavlovian training, the classical conditioning. And then when it comes to the end of the race, obviously the, the jockey can just throw the pin or the, the, the nail away. And if that's found on the track, you know, lots of horses lose nail lose nails out of their horseshoes. Right. You know, they're found on the track. That's sort of a, a normal thing thing to find. So um I just I guess, you know, it's horrible. It's cruel. Ugh. It's humane and it's good that it's banned. Ugh. And yeah. it's good to hear they're cracking down on it. Yeah, yeah. But I just wanted to, to, to give the listeners just a little bit of an idea of that's the idea of why they do it. Yeah. And it's the idea of how to make the horses run faster. And and then an, a, a really good indication as to why things like electric shock collars and things like that, you know, just don't, don't electrocute animals. Well, it's you not know, ideal, is it? Don't, don't electrocute animals. You know, unfortunately, let's, let's, we, we can do better. Yeah, exactly. And unfortunately, uh, electric collars are really common in dogs. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. You know, electric fences, electric collars, yeah, and that yeah. sort of thing. And, um, and well, Gee, we suck as a species, don't we? Yeah. So, you know? I, yeah, I might touch on the electric collars another day, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah fair I enough. certainly, I'm not a big fan of them. Just, no. just putting that out there. No, I don't good, I'm glad. Yeah, yeah, glad. good. Whew. Yes, yeah, yeah. Whew. That, that was there was going to be forty eight episodes and done then you know <laughs> can oh, yeah. them put but, them in the bin yeah yeah I'm actually really uh, I'm really pro electric collars what <laughs> what what after hell? all this yeah nearly a year gee whiz you should have told me at the start yeah why didn't you bring it up the outside yeah. broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
All righty, mate. Well, I think we are running short of time now, mate. So you had some mailbag, didn't you? Uh, just a couple of quick mailbags. Do you want to just touch them? Just a quick one-minute question? Oh, one, one minute answers? We'll, well, you want it? Well, you, you want oh, it? So, so we got one from Tubby Tax Trio, uh, Tubby, Tubby Tux Trio on Instagram. Yes. Why do cats want – why does my cat want to eat grass? Right. Do you know why cats want to eat grass? Uh, I hope you do. I've got no idea because my cat's like eating it too and I've got no idea, Tabby Tux. I'll have uh, a look and see if I can work it out. But I'm pretty sure they like it. They're pretty sure they're related to goats. Well, goats like go. grass and yeah. cats are – and goats are related. My, uh, my cat Melvin, he loves going out and eating grass and then coming and vomiting on the floor. Yeah, so, well, I think yeah. there's a bit of a uh, there's some some sort of theories that that um, that they enjoy doing it. Yeah, there's some thought they that they, they enjoy doing it and then it irritates their gut and that's what makes them vomit. Yeah, but yeah. there are some cats when they feel unwell they go and eat it, won't they? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. There's no, I don't think there's any good rhyme or reason why they do it. They just do it. So Tabby Tucks Tree, I reckon you have your cats pulling you outside to try and eat, eat some grass. Maybe give it a little bit of grass inside. Yeah, you know, some you cat grasses that are allowed to get. Yeah, or cat, catnip, cat no, grasses. It's nice mint. and soft too it is, so I think they can cut it up a bit, um, break it up a bit easier, so it's yeah. probably less likely you're going to get the big bits. The, the long str- yeah. strands of it. And I have seen a cat that got a grass, uh, blade of grass stuck behind its pharynx once. Yes. Up in its throat. That's really common. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah those yeah, spiky yeah. grasses. So <laughs> be careful with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, be careful with that. Um, All right, that's solved. We solved that, didn't we? Solved that What was the answer? We don't know. We don't know. They're cats. We don't know. They're, they're cats, and cats do what cats want to do. <laughs> they just want to have fun. But um, hit us up if you've got another question. Absolutely, yeah, yes. especially if it's about cats. And yeah. then um, from uh, Kirby BMD, uh, what toys or objects are the best for teething puppies? Um, you got any uh, any comments on that for... Uh, for look, anything, oh, anything it's really, really. just anything. anything yeah, whatever they like. Yeah. yeah. I, I just say nothing that's going to break apart, like sticks or... You know, you'd probably rather give them things like... Kongs or ropes, but if they're going to start ripping the ropes up, get rid of those because you don't want them to end up as a foreign body. My, my you know, favourite toys are probably ones that are food associated. I yeah. think so. My go-to is like a, a Kong sort of rubber, rubbery Kong thing. You put some peanut butter or some veggie yep. mite for our yep. Australian listeners. Yeah, yeah. Marmite for overseas. Put it on the inside and just really it, it'll encourage them to chew and lick for longer. Yeah, p- yeah. Potentially. And you can get those Kongy ones that are like um got the grooves on the outside yeah. of them too, can't yeah. you? So yeah, lots the, of different ones. So you, you sort of smear it in the edges. Gen- uh, doing puppy class does those, so they get in there and yeah. really chew on those. Yeah, anything with food will make them go for longer, I think. But, nice, but um, but they're gonna. Yeah, well, look, I find uh, often a table leg's quite good. If you table, yeah, table leg, table fantastic. Leg. Yeah, postman, chair leg. A postman's good. <laughs> your fingers, my fingers. Yeah, no, not Kirby. <laughs> not your fingers. Yeah, the owner's fingers. Oh, no, I'm not, not suggesting that I'm you go around with your fingers and let the pup chew on them. <laughs> <laughs> I know Kirby. Kirby. Kirby's too. She's got a kind heart, mate. Oh. She wish she wouldn't do that. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, um, if anyone's got any other questions, then um, hit us up on uh, at two vets talk pets at gmail.com um, so, and uh, find us on Twitter on Instagram and on Facebook and um, and find us on Patreon as well we'll get those dominance questions up at uh, dominance answers at some point and yes uh, we will otherwise we'll uh, we'll catch you guys again next time alright guys scratch you later peace out bye thanks for listening to two vets talk pets with Lewis and Robbie to chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions search two vets talk pets on Facebook Twitter and Instagram, or send an email to twovetstalkpets at gmail.com. You can find Lewis on Twitter with the handle at vetbehaviorist, and more importantly, as the two pet heroes return to their day job of saving animals' lives, be sure to thank them with a five-star review on iTunes. Every time you do, a small, cute animal will receive a cuddle.